welcome to Still Driven Happy Hour. Welcome to the Still Driven Happy Hour. This is your host, Mason, and we're going solo tonight. We got a lot of news to hit on, but before we get into that, make sure you go follow us on Instagram and Twitter at TN. Don't forget to follow the cards one, cookies on the bottom shelf. Remember to go rate, review, do all that stuff. Give us five stars on Apple Podcasts, Amazon, wherever you listen. I don't think Amazon has reviews, but... You know, hit us up wherever. You know the deal. I think the guys are watching some Grizz tonight. I'm putting in some early work so I can finish and watch this Grizz game as well. So good luck to the Grizz. The Preds jump off tonight. Uh, We'll see what they do. I'm not too hopeful, especially with Soros going down, as you heard in the middle of our last episode. So... That's it for your sports update. Free shoutouts. Don't have any free shoutouts. So let's get into Inside the Box news. What's inside the box? That's my shoe in the box. All right. This week we got a lot of dunks coming out. We got, hmm, yeah, that's pretty much it. A lot of dunks. I don't know what Nike's been doing with the sneakers app, but I'm just tired of not great shoes coming out. I mean, I guess they proved with this fanny pack and saddlebag on the Jordan 1 that nearly anything they put up will sell out. But they're really putting that to the test because they also put up some Converse. And as far as I'm concerned, you can leave Converse off the sneakers app permanently, especially the trash that they put out today. Goodness gracious. I don't even know. I've never even heard of this Converse Dark Shadow Turbo WPN. Turb- I, I don't even... I don't know what that stands for. Um, Gosh, these look... These look like they should have Velcro straps on them. The sole is so fat. It's like a shape-up. The whole thing is terrible. I, I have no idea... I don't know who Dark Shadow Turbo Pen or whatever, what they are, but this shoe sucks, and I'm glad it didn't sell out, because it's terrible. Like, alright, there's been some cool collabs with, with skate shops we've never heard of, but man, this is just awful. That's all I can say. That's that's all I want to say. I don't want to give those too much time. Uh, moving on to the dunks, we've got dunk lows, dunk highs, everything coming out this week. Uh, a lot of women's colorways. I'm still getting a different version of the pandas. I I guess it's a different version. It looks pretty much the same to me. So the pandas coming out on May 5th, along with four other dunks. Um, some Air Max ones that we've talked about. The 420 skunk colorway. And then more dunks, uh, May 11th, Air Jordan 6. Uh, th- there's a lot of 6s coming out. The the red Oreos is a good-looking shoe. Color blocking on these 
Midnight Navy Air Jordan 6s are fantastic. Very clean shoe. Got an icy bottom on those. All black Air Max 97. Maybe black and gray. I don't know. I guess they're calling it Off Noir. Off Black. Mm, I'd save your money on those. And the Air Max BWs in the aqua blue colorway. And then after that, it's just more dunks. Um, yeah. So that's pretty much it for the sneakers app. For other brands, Reebok coming out with some stuff. Uh, looks like La Casa de Papel. I would roughly translate that to the House of Paper. Um, they've got a bunch of different collabs coming out. And actually, the Club C doesn't look that bad. Uh, Club C is your classic Reebok, and it gives me some major Air Jordan 3 black cement vibes. Um, this collab does. So, I don't know. Wouldn't recommend it, but if you're going to go for it, go for it. Uh, Supreme coming out this week with some Nike Air Zoom Flight 95s. Bandana theme right there. And after that, I'm not seeing too much coming out. Still keep your eye out for the Ama Manier Air Jordan 2. We also got a new look at the newest version of the PSG Air Jordan. Uh, this is going to be an Air Jordan 5 Low. And I'm going to be honest, it makes me want to take back negative things in the past that I've said about Jordan 5 Lows. The tongue is not oversized, like I think most Jordan 5 tongues are. The gray all over the shoe looks really nice. It looks like a nubuck, maybe, with the shark tooth being like a light pink, or maybe like a sherbet orange look, coral look to it. Uh, clear lace locks. Nothing just overly crazy. The back of it is like a wax stamp of the PSG logo taking place of like the the Nike Air patch that's normally on the back of fives. Um, to be honest, overall, I think these look really good, which is very surprising for an Air Jordan 5 low. Um, I would maybe actually rock these. They're a clean-looking shoe. They're, they don't look as bulky as a normal five. So... Yeah, take that for what it's worth. I'm sure I'll get some hate from Hayes on that one. But you know what? That's okay. And yep, that's pretty much it. Oh wait, hold on. That's not it. Nike Zoom 2K Just Do It. I've never seen these before. And I gotta say, I kinda like them. They've got a Travis Scott look. Uh, Travis Scott 270 look, if that's what those were. Don't have any of the guys to back me up on that one. But uh, I don't remember if this is a retro. I haven't seen it before. It's got the Zoom TN logo, like the the 2000 or 99 uh, Air Max vibe to it. Uh, like I said, the Travis Scott vibe to it. But khakis, a, a little light blue, and a lot of off-white. A lot of khaki look looking colors on it a little bit of gray around the laces man this shoe is dope I, I don't know if this is a new colorway or what um, but it looks like it's coming out on may 14th 
according to Kicks on Fire. Um, so yeah, there's something new. And that's about it for sneakers, but I don't want to jump outside the box too soon. Because the theme of this episode is going to be about a legend in the sneaker industry. Um, his name's Peter Moore. I know a lot of people probably haven't heard about this guy. Um, maybe until his death. But he's been in about every Nike book that I've read. Uh, the best one is the unauthorized biography of Nike called Swoosh. Um, but this guy, Peter Moore, uh, was a part of the the team with Sonny Vaccaro that signed Michael Jordan to Nike. Before that, though, he created the Nike Dunk. He created then the Air Jordan 1. So, I mean, Sneaker Hall of Fame already. He also designed, I believe he designed the Wings logo on the Air Jordan 1 and 2 and the Jumpman logo. And then following a few years later, he leaves Nike and goes to Adidas. And then he designs the Three Stripes logo. So, an icon, to say the least. I mean, this dude, thats just, it's just insane. We talk about Tinker Hatfield and Phil Knight and um, Sonny Vaccaro and all these people. And this guy is Virgil Abloh before Virgil arguably bigger um now it's all collabs this guy it, it to say he's a sneaker designer is almost an insult i mean this guy was an artist and that's just incredible the work that he has i mean it's pretty impressive when both nike and adidas uh send press releases out about the same person um, it's rare that that happens. Uh, looks like Peter Moore was 78 years old. Um, yeah, I mean, if you haven't read anything about the start of Nike, I suggest you go read those books. Like I said, Swoosh, the unauthorized biography of Nike, which was by, I think Peter Moore had some, um, had some input into that book, but I think the main contributor was Rob Strasser, who actually started with Phil Knight and Peter Moore. They started Nike, and um, Rob Strasser is the reason that Peter went to Adidas. Um, and I think Peter Moore was even CEO after Rob Strasser died of his, of Adidas North America. Um, so it's just pretty incredible. Uh, like I said, the Jordan 1 and the Dunk. Uh, which, I mean, it's pretty cool at least that uh, before he passed away, he did see both of those shoes dominate the market. Uh, what, 40 years later. 40 years later. Uh, we're still, everybody's still wearing these two shoes more than any other shoe, I would say, in the world right now. Um, so... Yeah, it's just, it's still mind-blowing that this person was able to create both of these shoes. Um, a true legend, and it, it kind of sucks that he didn't get his due um, in terms of people talking about him until he passed away. Um, but that's why, like we say all the time, Hayes says it all the time, we like to give people their flowers when they're here. And so if we have a guest on, I mean, that's exactly what we try to do. Um, cause that's what it's about. I mean, people are giving him all this love now 
And yeah, they bought his shoes and gave him love, but I, I would venture to say that if you're not a sneaker historian, you probably don't know the name Peter Moore um, very much. So you haven't heard it very often. So, you know, that that sucks that, that that's the case. And um, like I said, you just got to give people their flowers. When you see them, when you meet them, your loved ones, tell them you love them. Because um, really there's not much more in this life other than that. You got to appreciate the people that you're around. With that, I will move outside the box now. And for outside the box, man, we got a lot to jump into. NFL draft, NFL draft outfits, Titans screwing around, trading their best player of the last, I don't know, best receiver ever in franchise history maybe. So that was sad. We'll have to get um, D. Goods back on. He said he wanted to talk some Titans with us. So we'll have to get his reaction from that. But I'm going to skip over that. Enough's been talked about that. It sucks. Yeah, we get it. The winner of the draft, outfit-wise, had to be Sauce Gardner from Cincinnati. I think he went fourth overall. Man, this guy had ice on his neck all the way down to his feet. His feet, uh, he had some spiky tennis shoes on. Blingy, but very spiky. But around his neck, he had a hot sauce bottle of diamonds, and then Sauce Dripping. I mean, I think there's a Still Dripping collab waiting for Sauce Garner. So, we'll try to hook that up. I saw, I think, one of the Alabama wide receivers, I think it was Jamison Williams, had on some Louis V tennis shoes. Uh, And I think the only other shoes of note that I saw were Charles Cross, I think was his name. Mississippi State lineman had on some Jordan 1s. So that was pretty much it. Yeah, a lot of people had some uh, good outfits on. Um, Speaking of good outfits or crazy outfits, we also had the Met Gala this week. Uh, Russell Westbrook wore a kilt. Uh, That was interesting. A lot of people wore suits. A lot of guys wore suits with no shirt underneath. Okay, that was cool. Um, I think my wife told me that Blake Lively won the Met Gala. She had on two different dresses as one dress. I I don't know. Couldn't really figure it out, but the video or clip that she showed me was pretty cool. So um, I guess Blake Lively is the winner of the Met Gala. We may have to keep going on Outside the Box News, make this episode last a little longer. Um, Another thing this week. It's, I'm not a big fan of like sad movies and everything like that, but amazing clip from Scott Van Pelt, ESPN anchor that does the late night sports center. Uh, his dog passed away. I think it was last week. His dog's name is Otis and his one big thing on his show that night was about Otis and it will definitely bring tears to your eyes, but if you love your dog and you have a dog that undoubtedly loves you and or your kids, it's uh, it's a tearjerker. I would suggest to YouTube that clip. Uh, it's quite amazing. I think a lot of people will definitely identify with it. 
uh, afterwards, I think the week after on his podcast, he was talking about how it was the biggest five-minute clip his show has ever had, and it did not include sports. So it's like we say about sneakers, sports is what brings us together, but it's just all a facade, and it's all about doing life with each other. And if you have a dog, if you've had the privilege of having a dog love you uh, the way that our Parker girl loves our family, um, it's a special bond. And it's something that I will never forget. And it had me, I was listening to his podcast while I was mowing my yard, and I was crying while mowing the yard. So, um, yeah, that's what a dog will do to you, make you a big old puddle. And you know what? I'm not sorry for it one bit because as sad as that day will be, the amount of joy or I don't even know what the right word is that you get from a dog's love is definitely worth it. And you know that day's going to come. And it's sad, but the good outweighs the bad, always. So. I'm not going to keep talking about this because I might get emotional on a sneakers podcast. And then, rightfully so, you guys would be able to make fun of me forever. So, anyways, like we said about Peter Moore, same goes for your dogs, but even more so. Because your dog's hero is you, and he is always going to love you no matter what. So love on your dogs. Give them a few extra treats. Hug them real tight. And I guess with that, we just got to move into top fives. I got five on it. Got it good. Since I just talked about Scott Van Pelt and uh, that's on my mind, I think I'm going to go with top five TV sports personalities. So I guess kicking it off, Scott Van Pelt would be on that list. I think uh, in terms of Sports Center, I don't watch it as much, but he definitely kept me watching longer than I ever would have especially when he started to do the late night sports center. Um, I think if you listen to his podcast, he talks a lot about being a dad and just the crazy cool stuff he gets to do with his job and all sorts of stuff like that. So Scott Van Pelt is in there. You'll notice throughout this list, there's probably a lot of people who I listen to their podcast and or have read their book. Uh, Another on that list would be Jalen Rose. I think Jalen Rose is really hilarious. He's a great storyteller. And a thing I like from his podcast is he will do um, one-sentence movie recaps. And they're pretty spot-on. I think they're really good. And I honestly think Hayes would be really good at doing those as well. Um, I don't know how many movies Hayes and I combined watch, but I don't think it's a lot. Another on that list, um, probably number one on the list for me, Stuart Scott. Again, amazing book. Maybe one of my favorite books, um, that Nelson Mandela's autobiography. But yeah, Stuart Scott, uh, the whole story, his whole story and his genuine love for being a dad shines in his book. And so I think um, I identify with that a lot. Uh, One of a duo that I would have to put in there and I only count this as one spot but it's the pardon the interruption duo of Mike Wilbon and Tony Kornheiser I remember watching that 
every single day getting home from school. I know a lot of people my age probably think the same thing, um, but their banter is hilarious. Uh, it's always a classic show. Um, so they'll take up the fourth spot on the list combined. And then the final spot on the list, mm, it's very tough. Uh, no, it's not tough. Brain fart. Uh, my last guy on the list has to be Ernie Johnson. Because that is maybe one of the coolest people ever. Um, really, all of the Inside the NBA crew, minus Shaq. Don't really love Shaq. He's a funny guy, but he doesn't watch basketball, and it's pretty apparent. So, um, But yeah, Ernie Johnson, again, amazing book, amazing story, how he overcame cancer, and his life is really cool. Just a lot of his book is also about being a dad. So I think you're getting a theme here. Uh, it's not so much about sports, but a lot about life. And, you know, that's what we try to do here on this podcast week to week. Um, so really, any of those books of the people that I mentioned, go check those out. Great reads. Uh, maybe maybe next week we'll have to get a top five of least favorite sportscasters. I think the crew will be back. We're supposed to have a guest next week. we got a few in the chamber lined up. So hopefully that's the case. And then I think, you know, I, I just checked a score. And I'm ready to present the Urban Meyer Loser of the Week. This might be a little early. Actually, no, I don't, I don't think it's early at all. Uh, right now, the Predators, after the first period, are down 5 to nothing, Which is about how I thought it would go. I didn't think they would get down by five that fast Um, but when one of the best goaltenders in the league and your best player maybe this season goes out two games before the playoffs you kind of expect it Um, but really I mean gosh talk about getting anti-hyped up for the playoffs come out there skating like there's a stick up your butt or something gosh five to nothing I knew I knew the avalanche were good the best team in the league but I didn't think we were going to be that bad. I mean, our goalie, our backup goalie just came out with not so hot of a start. 13 shots, five goals allowed. Mm. That may be one of the worst playoff starts in the history of the NHL. Um, if there's any hockey fans out there, let us know. Shout out Pucks Out Podcast. Let us know if that's a record. I'm not sure if it is. But yeah, um, loser of the week. Any other, trying to think, any other losers of the week thus far? Nope, nothing else coming to mind. But I did just remember that I had written down another top five. So we'll give this the free shoutouts portion of the week. I'm going to do another top five of sneakers adjacent businesses, I guess you would say. Um, These are all... from Instagram. So I'm going to run down those. I think we've mentioned this before. We probably mentioned all of these before on the podcast. Uh, Kevin Concepts on Instagram. He repurposes sneakers into wallets, uh, shoe boxes into Kleenex box covers and lamp shades. Um, a lot of different stuff. I'm seeing wallets uh, mostly, which is... Uh, big thing planters um 
a lot of different really cool stuff. I think he's repurposed sneakers to make other sneakers. Um, I don't know how readily available his stuff is um, in terms of buying it. But a lot of that stuff leads me into another company that I found called 85 Customs. Um, he mainly, I've, I've really only ever seen him do repurposed Jordans. Uh, biggest cool or coolest things are wallets. Uh, they have shadow, shadow ones, wallets, um, a lot of different ones, threes, f- uh, the backs of threes or the sides, um, card holders, keychains are really cool. Lighter covers. I haven't seen him do any AirPod covers. Um, but there's an idea if he ever listens to this. I'm, I'm sure he's trying to figure it out. He's done stuff with sixes, fours as well. Uh, looks like twos or ones from the Wings logo. Uh, so a lot of really cool stuff. That's 85 Customs. Uh, another one that I just recently found is called Haven't Shoe Heard. Um, so a little play on words there. This guy he does really cool uh, the first ones that I saw were um, shattered backboard ones, and they're like signs, like wooden signs. Um, it's almost like a little puzzle puzzle pieces that he puts together, but the 11s he does I've seen are really cool, and the ones are, look perfect. So haven't you heard is what that one's called. And then we've got a couple more. Oh, this other one is really cool it's called soul stitches and so i'm sure we've all done this like as a camp craft or a art elementary school or middle school art craft uh this guy looks like he pushes he nails tacks or just nails into a wooden board and then he has yarn or thread and you know weaves it in between all the nails and i mean it is really cool, the stuff he's able to do. The one I'm looking at right now is the Aqua 8. Um, and it's beautiful. I don't know how he does it, but it's really cool. Uh, so I looked that out. That's called Soul Stitches. And the last one is called Trill Mason. It's, Mason is not like my name is spelled. It's spelled M-A-I-S-O-N. So maybe that's French, like Trill Mason. I don't know. Uh, anyways, this guy does a lot of art. A lot of it looks like digital art, so I don't know if you can buy it. I'm sure if you message him, he can uh, do some prints, but just a lot of really cool different uh, digital sneaker art. I think it's pretty impressive, so it's really cool. So hit those up. Uh, that's your second top five, so you get a little lucky today. You know, I think that's about it. So I'll go ahead and wrap it up. Thank you for listening to the Still Drippin' Happy Hour. It's just a lot of one man talking. If you've never done a solo podcast, it's really hard. I'm sure it's really hard to listen to. But if you're still listening, you could be anywhere in the world. But you're here, and we appreciate that. Remember to go and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Still TN. I know there wasn't much controversy or excitement in this episode. Come back next week. We should have a guest on next week. I know everybody just bailed this week, so you're here stuck with me. I'm not bitter because 
It's an intimate one-on-one time with us. So as you go into your week, remember, go tell your friends, go tell your family, create some accounts for them, download all our episodes, give us five stars, and if it's a bad review, at least make it funny so we enjoy it. I think the only lesson we have is give people their flowers while they're still here to receive them. And you know, while we're talking about flowers, don't don't forget to smell the roses while you're here. And now I think I think we're going to dig into the archives and give you a good story from one of our earliest episodes. I think you know, let's go from the first episode and Dan will give you the Atlanta story. So enjoy, have a good week, and just remember, we appreciate you. Peace. And I got in touch with my guy out of Atlanta, and I said, hey, are you selling anything? And he's like, well, I'm actually, you know, trying to get get rid of a few pairs, and, you know, it's kind of like overrunning my house. And I was like, oh, really? And he... A few pairs. (laughs) He was a... He wasn't sketchy, but he also wasn't very direct so the information that i got from him was very lackluster some might say and so i decided hey might as well just load up my younger sister in the car and drive down to atlanta on a friday so i took off of work one friday during the summer drove down to atlanta we drove it was probably like it was an hour south of atlanta so we went from nashville to an hour south of atlanta so it was like five five and a half hours we pull up to his house and I was like, hey, uh, Becca, this could be when we die. Like we could get murdered here. And he pulls up with his family and his Jeep. And I was like, I think we're safe. Oh, man. His younger daughter got out of the car and I was like, you know what? There's enough witnesses here. Like if we die, someone will be able to, to like figure this case out. So we walk into his house. And next thing I know, I have like six pairs of shoes. Three I was going to keep three I was going to sell. The three that I was going to sell was going to make up for the three that I would keep. So I'd break even. And I was like, these are shoes that I've wanted forever. It was like champagne sixes, fire red threes. It was just like OG classics. And then the rest were like LeBron 12 South beaches and things like that. Literally pairs of shoes that I had sold him in the like three (laughs) or five years before. And like some had never been worn. And I was like, this is perfect. So, um, and then I'm writing the check for $600. You wrote him a check? Yes. (laughs) For $600. What an idiot. He was an idiot. (laughs) $600. This college kid. Here's a check. (laughs) And I said, I'll give you another thousand for everything that you have in your house. And like there was, (laughs) and I don't know why I said it. I literally don't. And it was, he had like shoes in probably like five different closets in his house. And he probably only had four closets. And we were like going into his master bedroom. We were like down in his garage. We were in the guest room. We were in the kitchen. We were in the pantry. They were like everywhere. (laughs) And he goes, let's go down. So he starts like counting the shoes out. So I'd picked out six. And he came back and he was like, there's, there's 38 of them. He was like, let's do $50 a pair. And I was like, mm. 
deal. I was like, that sounds like a plan. I said, I'll take them all off your hands right now. Tax-free, wink, wink. IRS, don't come after me like you did last month. And so anyways. <laughs> Controversy. Controversy. <laughs> we figured that Dodging the feds. <laughs> and uh, so anyways, we load up the 2000 red Honda CRV with 38 pairs of shoes, allegedly. And we drive back to Nashville. We get back to Nashville at two in the morning and I start unloading them still the most excited I've ever been. And there I started counting. I put them out on my parents' fireplace in the middle of the living room. And there was 58 pairs of shoes, which instead of bringing my price to $50 per pair, it brought it down to $37 and 66 cents a pair. And I was like, this I'm going to be a millionaire. 